Hey there, you are listening to Price Count, the Pokemon podcast where I take everything Pokemon and bring it to you into this nice audio format. Uh, okay, so this week's topic, I'm just going to get right into it because I thought this was a really cool idea. Um, this week's topic is going to be about um, what is the best way to get into the Pokemon series. Now, if you're listening to this, I assume you have some knowledge or experience or fondness for Pokemon. Um, otherwise, hi, nice to meet you. I am grateful you're listening. Um, but with, due to a conversation I had with one of my friends, I thought um, to anyone who didn't ever play the Pokemon games and wanted to get into it because, you know, Pokemon is one of the biggest things in the world right now. Probably one of the biggest companies like that makes the most profit ever i'm pretty sure that's a statistic that i saw somewhere and they wanted to get into it um and I, when i thought of this deal i was talking to my partner and like um my family and it was thinking um well we were going over different ideas like which one would be the best and it was differing so there was people my partner was saying that you should start from the beginning so you can figure out where it came from and get a taste of how difficult games were compared to how later on series of Sun and Moon where it was a lot easier to get into. But I, w- I was kind of leaning more towards accessibility. But it's true, Red and Blue are, I mean, they're dated definitely, but it, they are good games to play. So just so you get an appreciation like where it was and like where we are now. Um, but if in this day of age of 2019, if you're just, you know, saying, Hey, this is the best game ever play this. And then you're looking at something that to most people may be the game may have been made before they were born, which is weird to think, weird to say. So though red and blue is an important game, I don't think that's where you should start. I was leaning more towards the newer generation games. Um, and my, at first, my inclination was to go towards Let's Go, because Let's Go is definitely the most accessible for anyone. Old, young, um, inexperienced, game masters, everything. Um, it's the best way to get into Pokemon, however, it does involve requiring a Switch. Now, a Switch is currently a $300 system. That is not exactly affordable for everyone. I, I went more towards the, for people having a DS or a 3DS, which are um, now very affordable. You could probably find, if you wanted to start with the regular DS versions, you could find a DS Lite or Nintendo DS for 30 to $40. And if you want to get those games, those games range about 25 well, some of them are upwards of $50. Um, well, we'll talk about those later. Um, and if, like a 2DS or a 3DS, like a 2DS, you can find a used one at a certain retailer for about, I want to say, 50 bucks. Um, which honestly, that's the price of a game right there. And if you wanted to get someone new into it, and he was like, okay, it's like you have to buy two games because you have to buy the system if you don't already have one, which is like I said, 2DS, totally acceptable to play, super easy to buy, um, easy to find too. I feel like you, um, used game stores have them very cheap because uh, 
they're not supporting the DS system anymore. Um, so there's that, and then the games. Um, three, the 3DS games, um, I guess there's X and Y, Auris, and Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun and Moon. Those range anywhere, I think Sun and Moon is probably only 15, 20 bucks right now, and then the other ones range from 25 to 35. So they're, they're still pretty accessible compared to buying a 300 system and now buying um, even a pre-owned game version of it is still $50 for Let's Go. Um, under the caveat that if they do already have a Switch, I would say Let's Go would be the best place to start. Uh, just because it's going to be the Pokemon that everyone knows. Everyone knows Pikachu. People have an idea of what Eevee is. There's going to be Charizard. There's going to be Jigglypuff. Most, like, if they're seeing Detective Pikachu trailers, it's like, oh, that's a Charizard. That's in this game. I want to play with a Charizard. They can get a Charizard. And, of course, I mean, Pikachu. Pikachu is as recognizable as Mickey Mouse nowadays. So, there's that. And it gets them... It gives them the story of Red and Blue and the first generation. Kind of gives them an idea of like, hey, yeah, this is where I want to be in this game. This is this is a series that I think I can get into. The mechanics are much more simplified than the other games, seeing as this is not like a main story game. Um, but being able to still like catch Pokemon, like how you do in Pokemon Go, and being able to battle your Pokemon, which the battling system is still rather robust minus the abilities of the Pokemon, you still have to take advantage of like your Pokemon stats and then you have to take into consideration weaknesses, resistance, um, what they're gonna do, what the AI think is best. There's a lot of stuff that goes into the battling system even as a most simplified version. So in the respects of that, I feel uh, Let's Go, Pikachu or Eevee will be a good starting point under the caveat that someone already had a switch frankly i wouldn't get a switch for let's go i already had a switch thank goodness but not for let's go let's go i feel is not enough experience to warrant making a purchase that big now when sword and shield comes around that's probably gonna be a different story but that's also a different story for another episode so with that out of the way let's go into what you would get for someone that doesn't that doesn't have that say they're your friend, like, or even your brother. Like, you have a friend, your brother, your sister, cousin, your your mom wants to get into Pokemon. And they only have a PlayStation or they don't have anything. The only thing they play it is Pokemon Go on their phones. And it's like, I want to get into the series. I would say, for starters, probably the best game to start off with is going to be X and Y. Um, though X and Y is one of the newer games and they do have a lot of quality of life and simpler stuff like the experience share affects all your Pokemon You don't have to choose a single Pokemon and do that um, And the battling system they added things where it shows like this is super effective or this isn't super effective and stuff like that um, It is a little bit simplified, but for someone starting off I think that's perfect and not only that because it's a new generation. They also added um, the starters, like Gen 1 starters are in this game. So even if they're unfamiliar with Pokemon at all, like have never played the game, once you get that part, you're like, oh, hey, I can get a Charizard. 
or, or a Charmander rather, or a Squirtle, or even this weird dinosaur thing. I mean, I love Bulbasaur, come on, Bulbasaur's great. But this weird dinosaur thing, because people don't like Bulbasaur. People have no idea what Bulbasaur is, it's, you know. Okay, moving on, anyways. X and Y, I feel, it is perfect for that. And it's gonna give people the idea, like, because X and Y, uh, Kalos region had a lot of different generation Pokemon, and enough Gen 1 Pokemon as well, where you'll find them and you'll, you'll see familiar faces all over the place. Yeah, um, and the story for X and Y is actually pretty solid as far as a Pokemon game goes. I mean, it, it's not no Spirited Away or another Oscar winning, it's not no Into the Spider-Verse, there we go. It's not no Into the Spider-Verse, um, but as far as Pokemon game goes, it's very good. And getting into this game, I feel would get people want to play more. Uh, and you could easily transition to Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire from this one. Because um, that one also has the same, similar, almost the same mechanics because it is um, a Gen 3, but it, they did take stuff from X and Y. So Omega Evolutions, I think, oh my gosh, this. I have to look this up. I'm pretty sure Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire still have HMs, which is a little different. But it also has a thing where TMs, you know, TMs don't disappear after you use them, which huge quality life improvement because I after just playing Fire Red and having to choose what one Pokemon gets Earthquake, that's a big bummer. And being able to get Earthquake for everyone uh, is very good. So those two would be great starters. And I was just talking actually on Twitter to uh, my good friend Trevor. Um, you can find him at the Trevor. You should follow him. Very cool dude. He was asking about Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire as well because he didn't play the original Ruby and Sapphire all the way through. And I feel those are also fantastic games for getting back into the series because Ruby and Sapphire and Emerald, like my, I love Emerald. Emerald's probably one of my top fave, not number one. But that's because it holds such a nostalgia factor for me. I will admit it is a slog. There's so much stuff you have to do. You have to make sure to manage all your stuff wisely, and there's a lot less quality of life stuff. Like you have to make sure if you're using a repel, you have to run to your back every time. Experience shares only to one uh, Pokemon, and it doesn't give you as much knowledge as you would need for someone that has never played Pokemon before. Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire goes through all that. It it it, bent, it gets that original story from the game expands on it actually makes it um fresh for people who have played the game dozens of times before as well as make the experience feel good like new and exciting and even the post game stuff was really cool um like the story stuff they did and like the expanded universe information that they made for this game which it's it's a whole another thing about pokemon lore how there's different games take place in different universes and that, that's uh that's a whole thing in its own that'll that, that, that'll take hours to explain probably not hours but for me explaining it probably hours yeah i so the the, the 3ds versions of the games i feel really cater to people who haven't played the games before or want to get back into pokemon and they're just they're they're very pretty i mean they're they're still 3ds so there are some limitations but Going back to the previous regions, it's it was it's a huge breath of fresh air, and also um, getting a 3DS as well, you could easily access the older games. 
red, blue, yellow, gold, and silver are all five to ten dollars on the marketplace. And playing those older games, I still, I think they're important. I think they're fun, but just starting off, I feel X and Y is the best place to start off. Maybe you can get away with Omega Ruby, Alpha Sapphire, Ruby, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. That one would be a lot, a bit more of a stretch. People have never played Pokemon games before. I mean, personally, I love it, but if I gave that game to my sister, she would have no idea what's going on. In fact, I got that game for my nephew when it came out, and he's uh, currently 12, and he hasn't played that game when it came out because he was barely a Bobby. Man, that was, I can do math. He wasn't even born when those games are out. Gosh darn, that's crazy. Man, Pokemon's old. I'm old. Okay. Yeah, and he, he didn't enjoy it, but like X and Y, he got all the way through and he even um, tried really hard to get all the Pokemon in the Pokedex, which I commend him. That's a challenge in of itself. Yeah, I mean, that that's, that's my definitive answer, X and Y. And if, I, I mean, okay. Maybe if you wanted to go back even further to the DS, I would say out of the DS versions of the game, obviously hard gold slow silver however that is also a hard to find and b expensive if you find it i think both games still retail at 60 dollars which for a 10 plus year old game is ridiculous honestly i mean if i can find it, i'll pay it i haven't found a copy anywhere near me but i'll pay for it because those are good games but for pure accessibility and pure just jumping in blind, I feel X and Y are the way to go. But if you disagree, or if you agree, or if you think another game would be better, which I guess is disagreeing, um, but in a polite way, um, let me know. Um, reach out to me on Twitter. You can find me at PriceCount. I'm pretty active on there when I'm not working or going to school or such and such. Um, and it'd be, I'd love to um, hear your thoughts. Uh, I'll probably, I think I'm gonna put up a poll on this and maybe go back to it on the next episode on Friday. Uh, but yeah, this, this is gonna be it for now. Pretty short topic, short episode. Once again, if you want to talk to me, reach out to me. I'm on Twitter at prizecount. Uh, I'm, like I said, active all the time. Um, intro and outro music is gonna be by Glitch City. Go follow her. She's amazing. You can find her on YouTube at Glitch X City and on Twitter at Glitch X City. Hard Glitch City. Let's see. I have it right here. Give me a second while I vamp for a little bit. Yes, Glitch X City. All one word. Um, amazing. Amazing music all across the board. And she doesn't just do Pokemon, she does Final Fantasy, Animal Crossing, Zelda, all that good nerdy stuff. So that's gonna be it for now. Until next time, y'all have a good day.